back, everybody, to the Dark Friend Social. We have taken a break, but we've returned, and I have Erin back with me from the Isn't It Neat pod. Yay! We're back. We're back. We took a little break because we both had shit going on, but so mm. we're going to talk. Um, this will be full book and show spoilers for The Wheel of Time Season 2, Episodes 6 and 7. So we're going to be catching up on both, and actually, this really works for me because we were just saying it's it's a slow couple of episodes, a little bit. It's like lots of stuff happened though. But I feel yeah. like, like episode six, I'm glad we're not doing it on its own because I f- I'm very depressed by it. It's devastating. <laughs> it's very depressing. I don't know if I just had to talk about that. I think the whole day I'd just be like, hmm. I think it would have been a really short episode. Like I have very little about episode six in my notes. Like it's- We say that and now watch us talk for three hours about it. <laughs> Exactly. That's why I thought keep the notes short. Don't you don't yeah. have to dig. Don't dig deep. You guys will come up with something. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Um, I do want to say I thought it was an excellent episode. Like I didn't think it was mm-hmm. bad. I thought it was excellent. And especially the first time I watched it, I was like, "This is excellent." Um, it was just very depressing. It was. I was glad that Egwene didn't, because that was primarily the focus, right? It was Egwene's mm. um, capture by the Shanshan and like getting to know what's going on there. And um, I'm glad that she didn't like escape in that episode. I kind of thought she might. Like I, mm. it was definitely a slower burn than I expected. This whole season is a really slow burn. It it feels to me they're taking their time. But things are still happening, like they're sitting in things, mm-hmm. but it's not slow. It's like a, it's yeah. a weird kind of slow. Like it feels like it's... it feels slow, but it's not. I think because it's just not action packed. I think it's like less action. There's like less plot happening, but there's a lot of reveals happening and a lot of exposition. A lot of stuff is becoming clear, like about the world, about the characters and the setup like this whole season is kind of set up which is it's a lot of character development i'm okay with it i'm Mm, like not sorry everything should be set up i think like when you're looking at a tv show everything that they do should be setting up the next action so when you're like oh it's just set up it's like but setup is so important and things are still happening like each action that they take that sets up the next action is still an action in itself yeah exactly and it's there's just less uh resolution of conflict i guess it's not that there's less conflict because there's a whole lot of conflict but they haven't had a big fight yet which is going to be episode eight of course right so there's been some little fights which have been exciting yeah some really good looking little fights Mm -hmm. and some and and some really well done like the bad guys are so bad that they don't even really have to get into a big fight to demolish everything. Like they kind of flick their wrist and it's yeah. like, oh shit. <laughs> what are, how are we even going to fight this? So, which I, I approve wholeheartedly. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's, I guess, start with Egwene. Something that um, Ali from Wheel Takes talks about is like the breakdown of an eight episode season and episode six is the all is lost episode Mm -hmm. and man I felt that in this episode yes everything is lost everything is bad like by the end it was like oh this is devastating did you like the way it was adapted like because the the Egwene stuff in episode six in particular is very Mm on point with some some stuff that just happens off screen in the books yeah 
but yeah, she just thinks about in her head. She like, tells Min about the water thing. Yeah. She yeah, tells her right. the story of like mm. how she learned to be like how she was broken basically is mm. like the water pitcher. So it's this like off screen thing that they do. I approved wholeheartedly the way they yeah. adapted that. The, when I watched it the first time, like, I got to the end and was like wrecked. Like, like it was just so harrowing. But I was like, that is an award-winning episode, like that arc, like mm-hmm. whether for the writing of the episode itself or, or for Madeline Madden, like I'm like, that is like award right there. Yeah. I did watch it again. I think you said you weren't going to. I did. I did make but it yeah. through it again. Today, though, I, I watched it again this afternoon. It took me – I had time to watch it. There was a couple of times this week I was like, I need. To, I want to watch it. And I wanted to watch it before I saw episode seven, but I just couldn't – I couldn't bring myself to do it. I was like, mm-hmm. I can't – I can't – like, there was, like, this block. And then I made myself – I watched it Friday night after I'd seen episode seven. And even watching it through, I had to – stop myself from distracting myself (laughs) yeah I I was like I need to watch it I need to watch it and it's the kind of one that like it had such an impact the first time and then the second time because I knew what was happening and what was going to happen it's almost like I don't want to watch this again like Mm -hmm. it's really it's really hard to watch I did have to distract myself a little bit during the rewatch because it it was tough it was tough it wasn't the the hardest thing to watch I've ever seen for sure Mm. but it was it was it was well done. You're right. Madeline yeah. Madden did a really good job, and like the way that like Reina is just so sinister. Mm. Like she, the whole thing. I mean, it's it's like it was hard for me to watch, but I also just I think it was really well adapted, and I do yeah. find the Shan Shen stuff really interesting. Like I love yeah. them in the books. I know this is like sadistic and fucked up, but I do. Yeah. I think, see, episode six was disturbing in the way I was disturbed in the way that I was supposed to be. Yes, like, absolutely. It hit really well. And I like that they took their time with the Egwene stuff of like, we mm. have episode six where it's just totally harrowing mm. and we get to see um, Megden, Megan? The other I said, yeah, Megan or Megan or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Everyone the, knew the that sitter. was coming. That's one of those like from season one when she's <sighs> talking to Moraine in the bath, and she's like, "There's ships in the west," and she's going to send Moraine west, and then she's or she says she or she's going west. She's going to wants Moraine west. to stay in the tower, and everyone's like, "No, she's going to be collared." Like we all yep. knew we that. knew it was coming, but there and she then, was. And, and as soon she- as you hear that voice, you're like, "There she is." Yep. Yeah, you hear her like she has that wicked strong mm. Scottish accent. Yeah. yeah, I thought that was great. Like it was like yeah. good that setup and payoff, right? Like that made sense. Mm. And I think and, um, she's she might be the purer. She might become the purer, she, who's yeah. a total convert um, to the Sean Chan, which I think is a good choice considering we've now got Rima Collard, um, and the implications of having a black woman being on the side of the slavers is a bit distasteful. So I think having her as one that fights um, yeah, is the right way to go. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thoroughly agreed. Yeah. And it plays nicely off of Egwene. It shows how strong she is, right? Because it's mm. like, no, not just an Aes Sedai, a sitter. Like, it's a whole big thing. And, um, and we've seen that character before. 
like mm-hmm. outside of this situation. So I mm-hmm. think that that works really well. And I just, I like the way that there was, there was a couple like interesting things in Iqueen's like interactions with Reyna that I mm-hmm. really enjoyed. Um, I like how she says like, did, did they, did the Aes Sedai like show you how special you are? Like, yeah. I hope that they showed you. I hope, I hope you knew just how special you were when you were with them. And I'm like, Oh, and she didn't like yeah. what an interesting like way to kind of tempt her into buying yeah. into this. Right? Yeah, I um, that was a, like I cried the whole way through, but that was the moment I was like, <gasps> that's the button to press to get yeah. a point on your side right now. Like if yeah, she's going to break, like, no. that's how to do it. Yeah. I, yeah, I love how the first frame of this episode in the cold open is the jug sitting on the floor. Mm hmm. Mm. Yep. Um, and um, when she imagines like smashing her with it and like beating her up and then like can't do it. Ugh. And I yeah. think I think it might be the end of the cold open where she goes to grab the bracer and she just like her fingers all twist back on themselves. It's it's horrifying. Yeah, mm. it it was it was done really well, though. It was super mm. well adapted from that quick little yeah. thing that she says to men that is yeah. like so emblematic of like what it means to be a demane and how all of this works. Like, and it's, it's really good writing by Jordan and it's just adapted really well by Rafe. Like that was, that was a great mm. little bit of book stuff to use. Something that Rena said, um, she said, I've like written it down as a quote. It must be hard growing up thinking you are a person and finding out you are actually a demane instead. And I'm like, Rena, Oh my God. <laughs> you're going to have to that's, deal with that yourself. Like that's so bad. Yeah. And I can't, like, I think even just watching this again and, and watching episode seven and the whole, I, like I can't fathom the whole seeing a person and not seeing them as a person. Like it's just something that is not part of my existence. I mean, and yeah. like the concept of slavery, like I know it's bad and like I've been taught it's bad and it seems so, so foreign whenever anyone's like they were slaves and that's this is how they were treated and this is how pe- people thought of them it's like I just cannot wrap my head around that concept so it's hard like I think it's even harder even seeing all this it's like I know it's really difficult but I, I just can't I can't understand the Sean Chan point of view fully no absolutely not even though intellectually I can, it's like they don't see them as people. But even like reading the books when the way they pet their Damani and the Damani are like, yeah, I'm a good Damani and I like treats and things. Like I can't so really, disturbing. I can't picture that of how that actually works. Yeah. Which it's, I suppose is a good thing. That is a very good thing. Yes. Yeah. I think that's, <laughs> that is hopefully where we all are at in terms of Yeah, that. in this world. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, no, but it's, it's. It's very disturbing the way that it's done in the mm. books and they're doing a great job of bringing it to screen and it's like, oh, it's it's so fucked up. And mm. But it's also, for me, I guess it's removed enough from the real thing to not turn me off of enjoying the Shanshan plot, right? Mm. Like I do love the way that they work into the plot. I love the stuff that, that uh, Rena says about the last battle and how they're going to fight in it and just, and the way that it is like such rich world building by Jordan in terms of how people handle, like how different cultures handle people who can channel Mm. and what do they do with that and how is magic interpreted and like 
obviously agree with you on all of the stuff on the slavery mm-hmm. piece. But I still, as I've said every episode, I fucking love the Shan Shan. I still do. Yeah. I just, I think they're just deliciously evil. They're so I love interesting. The way they're brought to the screen as well, and yeah. um, like I've heard some comments about it's kind of over the top, but like the rigid societal, like your place in society, like yeah. every, their place, and that's where they stay. Like the Suldam have facial scarring; they're always mm-hmm. be a Suldam. The way everyone wears their hair is dependent on their, like, rank and their role and their job, like the clothes they wear. The way the Suldam and the Damane walk, I noticed it on my rewatch of both. They're very, like, I noticed the Damane first were very, like, arms straight to the sides, very rigid. Mm-hmm. And then I noticed that, like, Rena walks like that as well. Like, she holds her hands, like, flat, like paddles, um, like they're always marching. It's so regimented, mm. like all, yeah, like and you said, Dwayne all the societal doesn't. roles. Like even in episode seven, when they do like the training sequence and the first Damani and Suldan pair go and do the like air poof, um, mm-hmm. that Damani is walking like a proper Damani. And then when Egwene has her turn, she's just walking normally. And I was like, yes, Egwene, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She was awesome in that. And I just... I love that Rena keeps bringing up the the last battle stuff where she's mm. like, you and I are going to be in the last battle together. Like, it's mm. going to be me and you. Like, we're a team. Like, we we have this, like, relationship that's super yeah. important and it's not, like, she doesn't want it she, to be this, like, negative thing, but she doesn't understand that it, it can never be not a negative thing. Mm. Right? Yeah, once she is going in wanting to, like, build a relationship and a friendship with her pet – yeah, exactly. Like, and it, it like makes me think of like the um like the police doggos and mm-hmm. the way that relationship works and that they, they go to work, but it is ultimately like a trainer and a and a animal. Yeah. Um or like mounted police or like things like that where like you have an animal sidekick mm-hmm. that you're teaching. Um and yeah, and that's that what, power that's how Rena thinks there. of Egwene of like I've got this good pet who has these skills. And together we're gonna fight like, the dark be the one. Best. Yeah, we're gonna and be we're... complete. I like mm-hmm. that the way that she said that. Doesn't it feel better when we're complete? And you can see that Egwene thinks it does because now no, she can no, access Egwene, the power. Like the way when they fired the tree, mm-hmm. and Rena's like having the like one power orgasm thing. Yeah, <laughs> and Egwene looks at her. I think that's that moment when she's like, "You're a channeler too." Yeah, you could do this on your own. I think she has that moment of realization because she's put that together in the books when she gets rescued. Nynaeve and Min and Elaine come in, and they're with, they've got a sword arm on a leash, and they're going she's like, like I, knew I knew it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, which it seems so obvious, like especially watching it on screen. It's like, of course they can, because they've the the show's so. Um, for all the information that it's given us, it can only give us so much compared to what's in the books in terms Mm -hmm. of like world building and lore and how the magic system works and stuff. And they've made it very clear that to see a weave, you have to be able to channel Mm. and the show's setting up like basic rules. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. stuff that I think show watchers would put it together faster than book readers to an extent, Mm. because there's only so many rules that have really been laid out. And that clearly is one of them. And like, they can see the weaves they mm. can see the light, like Rena mentions that. Like you mm-hmm. saw it, right? You're gonna be brighter, and I can see that, and I can see that. And it's like, yeah, yeah fucking up. What they haven't set up is the concept of like having the spark versus yeah. 
right? Just What's the ability the... that can be trained? Yeah, you could be trained, or you're going to have the spark, and you're going to train. Um, you're going to channel no matter what. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. like the real difference between the Soldam mm. and the Damani, right? So, and they haven't introduced the idea of like a wilder. So those are all like mm. the, where you have the. That's one of my favorite things about Wheel of Time. You have these like parallel concepts. Mm. that are just called something different in the different cultures same as like yeah. listening to the wind yeah. right and it's like oh it's the same thing oh okay well shit then you can totally channel like yeah. <laughs> I think they might do away with the wilder thing because they really everyone bought born with the spark is a wilder because they're gonna channel unless they actually get picked up young enough that they haven't started anyway yeah like a lot of them are gonna channel before they make it's- it to the tower it's just like a Moraine did way for and... them to all hate Nynaeve, which yeah. honestly, them hating Nynaeve isn't isn't in line with what they're doing in the show. So yeah. fuck it, they don't they mm. need that concept. Mm. Um, speaking of Nynaeve, and speaking of Rena and Seta, right? This is like a good segue into their stuff. Yeah, into some of the, the less harrowing bits of these episodes, because <laughs> I was excited to see in the X ray uh, that the Damani that they. Sorry, the Suldam that they capture, jumping ahead in their story a little bit, but the Suldam they capture at the end of episode seven is Seta or Seta? Seta? I don't know. Seta? Seta? We'll find out Hmm. how they pronounce it. But in the X-ray, that's who that is. And I am looking forward to chatting with Scott and because he believes, I think, based on his text, if I got it right it might have been a voice memo he was kind of losing his shit Um, (laughs) I think it might have been a voice memo of him losing it, but I think he thinks that that's Reyna. Which, of course, we see right on the next scene. Yeah. It's, for a second, I wondered whether it had been two, because obviously yeah, it's one of the two of them. they look really similar, because they're all wearing exactly the same thing and have their hair in the same style. Yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I had, to, like, I had to, like, specially look and be like, no, that's not Rena. It's um, not. Yeah, it's not. And, and X-Ray so says it the... is Seta. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, it is somewhat different. I was waiting for, like, like, I expected them to put the collar on her and for her to just be like, you idiots, that's not going to work, and then find out it works. But she gets knocked out before she can do that. But I'm expecting that next episode that I'll have her somewhere and she'll wake up and be like, what are you doing, stupid girls? Like you can't, this doesn't do anything. Yeah, and then find out that she's controlled by it. It actually does, yeah. I expect that to happen too, which will be sick. Um, mm. And I'm just glad they're not trying to put it on one of themselves because for a minute I was a little concerned that they uh, were Yeah, I that. thought Nynaeve was going to put it on Elaine. Yeah. Which I think they And then she said, I hope it hurts. Work. And I was like, eh. yeah, no. wait a minute. They, I think they contemplate that in the books and then decide that it's not worth the risk. Yeah, I think what they do is they they capture a Damane Suldam pair. And the Damane is um, a local who runs mm. away, luckily. And yeah. they've got, must be Sita. And they bring her in and she's like, it won't work. And then they discover that it will work. And then um, Nynaeve, like tortures her basically oh yeah like makes her feel pain and then goes i can't put this on elaine i can't yeah. have this power over elaine no one should have this kind of power over someone else yeah um, and, and they don't they know decide... how to get it off yeah in the show they don't in the um books they did they'd figured out the trick because they'd loose they'd a... let let someone loose already yeah but yeah, yeah at this point how they're gonna get it off it, so they yeah they don't have any kind of plan to get it off so i get not not going forward with that um, what they haven't done with, with the Adom yet is really show that you can like inflict pain 
just through thoughts. They've shown like if you try to hurt me, it'll hurt you twice as much. Does she? Or is it? Yeah, when at the very start, when she asks Egwene what her name is and Egwene won't tell her and she goes, I'm going to have to hurt you until you tell me your name. And then Egwene's like, ah! Does she do it then? Okay. Yeah. It's like one of the first things she does. They take away from it a bit by having her like physically beat her later. But Mm. I wonder if that's just maybe more That's an anger response, I think. That's her like... Yeah. Being that's Renna being frustrated. Yeah. And angry that Egwene is so stubborn and defiant. Yeah. I think. I think that's kind of like a little bit like Renna went a little bit overboard and Yeah, like losing it. control. Like, yeah, it's a little bit like frowned upon. Yeah, that makes sense. I felt like they didn't show it as much as like they make it clear in the books, but maybe they'll do it later. Cause when Egwene's rescued, she talks about like, they made me feel this experience and that mm-hmm. experience. And, the, and then they'll use that a lot against Mogidian, right? Where it's like these mm-hmm. mild irritations and things like that to like, yeah, st- it's so fucked up. It's so we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so they do that. Um, backing yeah. up on Nynaeve and Elaine. So they have, they try to break open the collar and Nynaeve can't channel delicately. So good reminder that she's still kind of useless. Yeah. Um, yeah. That and then stuff with Rhyma, I really like that there's this like Aes Sedai who takes them under her wing and isn't just like, cause the Aes Sedai in the book are often like, Oh, you're just an accepted, you're just a novice. And just like trying to kind of railroad them all the time. Like I really like that the Aes Sedai in the show seem to be like, like you are an obvious or you are an accepted, but I'm still going to listen to you, but I'm making the ultimate decision. Yeah. Or like uh, help you at all. Mm. Like I could see like I said, I just being like, you're kicked out of the tower now because you're not in the tower. Why'd you run away? Fuck you. You're done. Like I'm yeah. like, I yeah. Yeah. In the books, if if that had happened, if like Rhyma and her water had picked up Nynaeve and Elaine, they literally would have just bundled them off. Yeah. And they would have had to like escape from that I said I before they could start working on freeing Egwene. Honestly, my first thought when I saw her to begin with in like mm-hmm. episode five was that she was going to end up giving them uh, what's the fucking tea that they've discovered? Oh, the fork like, root? Yeah, I thought for sure they were going to get fork rooted right there. Like, honestly, yeah. I was like, oh no, don't trust an ice and I. Like, yeah. I was like really concerned. So yeah, it is nice to see one that's not like a completely untrustworthy nightmare. It's like a nice... Yeah. Nice change. Oh, I um, really liked Rhyma and I loved her and her water and the way that they fought as well. Was like they cool. were a team like Lana Moraine last season. Mm-hmm. And um the way that Rhyma all like all of her like battle weaves were like he backwards healing related, like body, like someone broke out in like boils all over their face, like oh, burns, so cool. and then someone else like she broke every bone in one of the other Sudan's bodies. Like that was, I thought that was really cool. Like she's a healer; she knows the body. Yeah, they're getting like way more creative in how the weaves are used, which I'm super mm-hmm. here for. Um, Rima also mentions the Black Aja, mm. which I think was interesting because this is so they say, like, fuck Leandrin, right? They're like pissed. They're like, what about Leandrin? And they explain that Leandrin like tried to sell them into slavery. And she's like the black Aja and the girls are not like, what is that? Like yeah. they have heard about this concept, mm. which I, I think, love. I think that like in the books, everyone knows the concept of a black Aja, but they're like 
don't ever mention that around an Aes Sedai. Yeah, there is no war in Bossing Say. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I I like see, that though. That... And that's what's the impact of to see um an Aes Sedai say Black Aja. And they do that like even when they have their meeting with Swan and before she sends them off, they're like, holy shit, like the Armalan said Black Aja. It, it is actually real. This is this is so real. And it's yeah. the same here. Rhyme is the one that says Black Aja and the girls are like, ooh. And I just love it. I love that we're getting mm-hmm. that like confirmed here that they don't have to ask what that is. The trust in the audience and the way the exposition mm-hmm. is done is just continues to be awesome. Mm-hmm. Of just like, yeah, cool. I get what that means. And I get that it's terrifying. And I get that people don't believe that it's real. And it is. And like, they don't have to tell us any of that. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. And it's also this quiet implication to the non-book reader that there's more of them. That like Leandrin, yeah. if there's one, there's a whole hive, and Leandrin is not the only bad Aes Sedai. And like, yeah. I'm wondering if that concept is like sinking in for everybody of like how mm-hmm. like especially now with the um, the Barthanis reveal this week. Like, I wonder how much non-book readers are starting to like perk up and look around. Because yeah, they're everywhere. Like, dark friends are a everywhere. lot of bad guys. There are yeah. there are there's dark yeah. friends all over the place in the show already. Yeah. Like, yeah. And and Celine this season. So I wonder how much they're starting to like look out for this now. The shadow is a threat, which mm-hmm. is good. Because yes. it should be. Actually um, scary threat. <laughs> Very something, good. Something uh some people have uh, pointed out on various online forums is that Elaine uh, Elaine and Nynaeve now have a set of rings. Oh, shit. So they do. Mm. And they got three of them, too. That's been one of the big discussions of, like, they have to go back to the tower so that they can all be accepted, so they can all get rings and pretend to be Aes Sedai, but then how do they get the stones uh, and all this stuff? And it's like, well, Nynaeve now has four I think she has four, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's exciting. That's a good call. Um, But also with a... Well, I guess it depends on Rima dying, right? Because right now she's taken. Because they have the promise to bring Rima's oh, ring back to the fire. Yeah, yeah, but she's been taken, so we'll have to see what happens there. I don't know that we're getting her back. We don't get a lot of of the Demani back who get taken. No, I don't think they. Re- we, I don't think even in the last until, battle arrangements. Not until like Matt breaks some out of Evudar. Yeah, but Matt breaks out like two. Like I don't think yeah, the fresh ones. He breaks out an Isidore who's hiding and two fresh. Mm-hmm. May Demane, and there's more that are in the palace that they're like they're not safe to bring. They will sound the alarm. Yeah, mm. and don't they have a discussion about this at the last battle when they're all negotiating with the Shanshan and they're like, mm. "You're not getting back any of the ones that we have." Like, yeah, SOL. Like, sorry, we'll yeah. help you. Fight and if right any now, come into our lands, they're going to get collared. Yeah, yeah, which is which is awful. It's um, it's a terrible way to end the series that the slavers are still slaving. But I think yeah. the, the intent was that Jordan wasn't going to die and that he was yeah. going to write spin-offs that resolved that. Yeah, so the that Outrigger what, Matt series. Yeah, I would really out. like to see it just get resolved in this series. I know. Series. I would like, love to see like Sanderson write those. Or, yeah, or on, on screen mm. and have that be settled. Cause, but it's also something that I liked about it. It's one of the the things that I like about the wheel of time. Like, yeah, that sucks, but it's cool that there was still stuff to deal with. Like it mm. wasn't like it's not happy ending tied up in a bow. Yeah. Yeah. It was realistic in that of like, Hey, we have to figure this out for like the way bigger problem, but that does mm. not mean that our problems are set aside or that like 
the wheel doesn't keep turning and like all humanity is just fine now like that's not how this works and like that's what i find so interesting about the negotiations with the shanshan of like they don't just say like yeah cool like we'll stop slaving Mm -hmm. like no rand is very blinkered into it's the last battle this is my job but all the other characters are like we need to keep going after you're gone. After the last battle mm-hmm. is done, we need to set stuff up for the future. And that's part of like Avienda's. The Aiel, yeah. Avienda in particular is like, you can't leave us with nothing to do. Yeah. 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 You think like we've had this think- singular mission for all time. And now yeah. like, we're just going to have no plan. So anyways, um, other things that oh, happen in episode six. Rima mentions before we move on from the mm. other stuff with yeah the, the from the next episodes with them. She mentions a ship's captain that she trusts that they're yes. gonna get out of here with. Huzzah! Yeah. I wonder if we'll see him or if it's just a little mention for us. I would be so bummed if we don't see him. Mm. Like, I think there should be at least some attempt for them to leave with him and he can yeah. show up again and then they'll realize that like Rand and the boys and like you know the horn of mm-hmm. the is being blown and everything like they'll yeah. probably be like planning to go with Bail Dolman. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they check in with him before they take Seta to the camps yeah, like, to try like and get away and like have does. a plan. Because Nynaeve's the one who finds him in the books and is like when we like we're escaping so yeah. Yeah the getaway car is like set up. Yeah. 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 yeah, I wouldn't be surprised like if the getaway car. Eight, like opens with the getaway car setup. Mm. That would make sense if that's there, and then we mm. see what he then who then then who knows, and then we lose track of him until he does something else interesting in season three. I don't know, but yeah, because nobody's leaving with him right now, unless they all do, unless everybody leaves for tear at the end of this together. Yeah, who knows? We could have like a dope series ending on the way to tear of like, hey, the next like. Good job on that first prophecy we talked about. Next one involves a sword. Should we all sail to Tyr and like end season two? I'm or fully preparing myself that episode eight is going to end a little bit like episode seven, where you're like, no, what happens next? I'll be upset if that's the outcome, but at least ha- the writer's strike have, is over. They have to end in a way that brings you back for the next season. If they wrap everything up nicely, there's no incentive to turn on season three yeah. when it comes. So there's always going to be that like, but, but just like end season one. more forsaken. They might, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Uh. There might be that like final thing. Like dun, dun, dun at the end, like with the Sean Chen and the wave and the girl on the Western shore. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that something. was like, it's going to be satisfying and unsatisfying. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm. Yes. Um, I also clocked like just, just randomly oh well i guess before i get to that um elaine's in charge and i like that in episode seven yeah stoked she's like didn't i was like don't encourage her yeah <laughs> like yeah. the two of them have that the best relationship yeah and earlier i don't know if it was episode six or episode seven and elaine's like no Nynaeve, we tried your way we have to do this my way and you're gonna listen yeah. to what i say and Nynaeve's like mm. yeah it's in episode seven and she's like no we're like you're such a fuck up and she mentions trying to find Loyal, which then gets them to get some the figuring information. out where the are. Yeah. 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 I did like that. Loyal comes in and he's like, oh, the daughter. He's so adorable. <laughs> he's so sweet. Yes, yes. Your name sings in her ears. So get on with it. Like, Nynaeve's so funny. Like, <laughs> they Elaine's were perfect. So smug. Like, I can see why Nynaeve's like, fuck. Because <laughs> yeah. Elaine's like, see, this is how I should be treated. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> People do respect me. 
just you who doesn't. Everybody knows who I am. Stop being such a bitch to me. Yeah. <laughs> and loyal tree singing. Yes, that was great. Which was also devastating. Yes, it was. I like the way they did it, though. Yeah, it was beautiful. The whole, yeah. like, rumbly. And, like, you can see that it, like, it has this gravitas and it's really important to loyal and, and he kind of feels used and yeah. violated. Yeah, um, he doesn't want to do that. And you can see that Suroth is like, oh, shit, this is something that we need to respect him for, but he's Darkovile and I need to take control of this situation again. And she just, like, stops him. Yeah. Mm, and, like, just fake laughing and, like, eh, I should I should gift it to like the tree like yeah but i like that they're uh they're like keeping him and ingtar as a thing right Mm. so like we're keeping because we still have the ingtar reveal right like we don't that hasn't happened yet so um and i don't know whether it will this season it doesn't seem to me that it would matter very much i could kind of give a shit like ingtar hasn't really done anything so yeah because that moment is um it's like a Jesus moment for Rand. Like Rand sort of absolves him and it's really quite, like it's all quite touching. Yeah. Um, but we haven't, we're not, we don't know Ingtar that well. Like it started getting set up when he was with Perrin in like back in episode like two and three. And then we've just had him being kind of in the background. But it, he does, um, it is very clear that the horn is the most important thing to him. Like more important yes. than being slaves. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I, I thought that. it was I don't think he'll die this season because I don't think it matters I think we'll get that revealed next season and they'll hold on to it because yeah, it doesn't do anything for anyone at this point it's like who cares yeah. he's not even with the main characters right now he's with loyal and like we yeah. don't even I mean or we they care will, about loyal but I don't or know they'll the, do it in a way that we never imagined <laughs> just like yeah true it's happening this season like, true yeah like <laughs> well I never thought of that but it was perfect <laughs> I do enjoy, though, his mention, because he is, like, tracking the horn, right? And they mention this Hall of Oddities, where Turok's keeping the mm. horn. And I'm like, what other cool stuff is in there? Yeah. Like, this reminds me of Tanchico. That, that you know yeah. how there's, like, the library in Tanchico where, like, the Mercedes Yeah, the, like, museum, and, yeah. But and I think it's Turok really... does have a collection in the books as well. Like, he's got a seal. Yeah, he oh, he's got the seal from Baeldomon, but he's got a whole bunch of stuff, and the horn is part of it. yeah. But I'd be interested to see if anything cool pops up in mm. the hall of bullshit. Because yeah. I'm like, why mention that if it's not just like it's in his chambers? Like if it, I'd be curious if they end up in there. And I'm kind of like Calendar, but also that's not what's going to happen. Like that's yeah. going to get set up before it just gets discovered. I really wanted this season to end with Calendar. Yeah. I can tell that it doesn't. And I just yeah. every single episode, I'm like, how do so? How do we get to Calendar from here? What's the path? Yeah, it's the straightest path to Calendar. <laughs> I wonder, I've been thinking, because you know how with Kalendor, he like gets Kalendor and then he leaves it behind and it's kind of like just in the background for a few books. And then there's this prophecy of like he who comes after. And like while the books were being written, the fandom was like, what is this prophecy? Yeah. And then it just like happens in the most boring, casual way possible. <laughs> and it yeah. was like, oh, like I wonder if they'll do something like that. Like there'll be this big like, how are we going to get Kalendor? And then it's just like handed to him like as this like little side thing like like, it just "Ah." is there yeah (laughs) yeah i've got what else have i got matt and min yeah matt and min 
I don't have like a whole. I actually think I just sort of like left off my note on Matt. I like didn't yeah. get through. I didn't have a lot to say on these guys. What did? I mean, other than. I guess my Matt stuff was I've mostly written- non-spoilery. That's where my notes are for that. For so what did you what did you think? About it? I've written early on Matt and Min. Because you see them arrive in Kyrian and stuff, and Min's like, and Matt's all excited. And then later, the only other note I've got is, oh, Matt. I think yeah, because, pretty much, right? Because he meets up with Rand and it's really nice. And they catch mm-hmm. up. And then Min goes and tells him that he's going to kill Rand, which is dumb because it, now she's set in motion how he's going to kill. Yeah, like, you know how, like, everything that happens, she can't prevent it. Yeah. But if she just let him go, he, like, this, it's going to happen because she told him not to go with him. Yeah, absolutely. I And I still contend that it's going to happen in the world of dreams. I don't think Matt's stabbing anybody. No, but I think. Maybe. maybe uh, yeah, I think he does because of what. What happened with Ishi with the tea in episode oh, seven? Oh, like he's crazy. And at the end, like, like I think Shamiya's getting so dramatic and I love him. Well, he's been dramatic the whole time, but it's so much more obvious because Lanfear is not really. Lanfear is like <laughs> yeah. getting shit done and then Ishi's like, and I just love it how like Shamiya's <laughs> got all this shit in motion, these like plans upon plans with all these different threads to get Matt to come to farm and then like min ruins it and landfear's just like here you go just yeah gateway in there <laughs> here he is and then, <laughs> and then does she, she take him through a gateway or does she take i'm him assuming through... i am assuming she takes him through a gateway we don't see or it portals though, right? through the dream world like we don't see it because it's not something that the audience knows about yet somehow That's mysteriously the forsaken too. have powers and matt has arrived in farm i'm assuming yeah. it's a gateway um, which is not information for, for the viewers yet. It's not something that the characters know about yet. Um, yeah. It'll be revealed in due course, I think. Um, Either a gateway or through Teleran Rayad. Yeah. Like taking him in the flesh and traveling that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, he's there. Which is what I assumed just because the room that they arrive at in Tanchico, like first of all, he says, is this a dream? Or sorry, in Falm, not in Tanchico. Yeah. Um, is this a dream so i think that's supposed to be in our minds and then it's also the mm. same room that they are in in teleran Rayon. and the um yeah the like seals are there yeah so that was a question i had of like like she said no it's not a dream but you know he's the father of lies he's said so many things that you're like can't really believe him and it kind of seems real like he opens up and there's people and stuff going on but that could be them manipulating like a dream shard or something um, yeah, yeah, which I'm seems totally overly ready. complex. I think it more likely yeah. that they traveled there through Teleran Rayon and now they're they're there in the flesh for yeah. real. And I think I the tea is some sort of hallucinogen that makes you see your fears. The t- obviously the tea is yeah. such an obvious manipulation of like Matt. Like no matter what yeah. you see out of this tea, like this is like nightmare juice from Ishii. This is not nothing about this is designed to help you. But I love I do love the way that he's like pours it immediately when the timer goes up and then just He's looks like, at it like am i gonna do it am i not gonna do it i'm obviously like, gonna do it fuck it i'm doing it like <laughs> yeah oh, shot it and then he's like okay okay oh nothing's happening okay it's fine I, yeah because any drug you take give it approximately seven seconds and give up on it like i swear yeah. i just like and it's such a mad thing to do so like mad. like he sees the second redstone doorway after his like really horrible experience the first time and is like 
okay, I'll go. I should probably go yeah, and check it out though. Like, he's, yeah, like, it's, it's so the mental mad. gymnastics he does. It's insatiable. Like, he's just. I love Matt, and but I am sad that it looks like we're gonna get like shitty Matt for all of season yeah. two. And I was like, is that the on. end when Shamiel's like, doesn't need to be this way. We could just close our eyes and never wake up, which is very Moradin. And you can see Matt wants that. He's like, how? Like, give mm-hmm. me that. I'm a shit person. I can't do any better. Oh, He's gonna have a redemption God. arc. So I don't know yeah. whether he, something. Yeah, I, I, I. If he does stab Rand, I won't be completely surprised with where he's at now. Oh, I Which, hate yeah. that. I hate that you're probably right. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like oh, I, I been, want him to. Be I haven't cool. been right about everything. I like I led you astray with the whole stealing versus shielding thing. You did have me convinced <laughs> I was wrong about that too, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" Like they got me. They yeah. got me. Like I, me you too. got me. Like yeah. <laughs> it was like I led I led Lindsay astray. Yeah, you totally did because I was like, I give it up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, I am starting to kind of give up on Matt and I guess a redemption arc makes more sense for him than like a final healing which is kind of what happens in the books like he doesn't really need mm. much of a redemption arc it's all explained away by like evil magic and like snap your fingers and now he's cool yeah. and for him Maybe. to have that constant choosing the light and yeah. throughout the series that, that choosing the light isn't a thing that happens once it's like a ongoing choice yeah i think it'll ultimately be better and all the things but Mm. i just want to see his taviran kick in like i do not want to see this season end with him just being this like Mm. unremarkable like just already he's been taken by the bad guys like i just had a thought i wonder because just talking about choosing the light then and once you choose uh, so far it's been established in the show once you choose the dark you've chosen the dark that's it you're fucked yeah you can't but we have Ingtar who early in the books it's never too late to walk in the light again Mm -hmm. um which is often I think a a thing that the white cloaks say before they murder you (laughs) 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 witch trial style um that tracks they're gonna be in the finale they were in the trailer like Ingtar has that redemption arc and it's quite touching but we don't really see any more of that in the in the book series again like that concept is kind of floated and then it's it's abandoned but maybe something happens with Matt and Ingtar that they're both dark friends and they both come back to the light and Ingtar sacrifices himself to enable Matt to like blow the horn or something and then if Matt becomes a dark friend by any like can actually be put into that category for any stretch of time i will fucking riot like i'm like no that's unacceptable to me Mm. he could if he better he can't be swearing any oaths to the dark right like he's been given a task like i reckon if she gives him a task like and it's like his first bad task and maybe it is stabbing rand and then (sighs) an ingtar somehow like somehow before matt gets too deep he gets pulled out of it like God. see that happening and then we've got that real that real sacrifice and that matt's aware of and that he needs to keep choosing the light because of what happened and what he almost did to rand or whatever or whatever like so i hate it i'm like please fake us out please <laughs> let it happen and tell rand rand please let none of it be real like i can't mm. suffer it i just yeah. i that i can't tolerate like I just... episode eight 
the acquaintance stuff I can handle, but <laughs> if this romance breaks up, I'm done. Like I can't. <laughs> I swear, I mm. I'll be devastated. I, I guess, should we believe, talk about? I believe Rand, how though? how dark he gets. He will get a full redemption arc. Like, of course he will. He's he Matt. Will. He's the general I, at the yeah. last battle. Like and he's Matt. He's Matt end. Bloody Cawthon. <laughs> it just goes through this journey, which is very deep and real and character stuff. I wanted it to be shorter than this. I wanted it to end (laughs) so cool straight away. I just wanted him to be dicing in episode three. (laughs) I can't believe he didn't go with Randy so easily manipulated. Like, I get why Lanfear said, like, Matt's always been ours or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm like, oh, no, but I hate it. But I think I, and maybe I'm just grasping and being selfish because I just want his Tabira to come through. But I think it would at least be cooler if it was like they're trying to get Matt to their side because Matt had anything going for him. Like at this point, if you don't, if you're not a book reader, like what is even the purpose of getting Matt to your side? Like his friends don't appear to give a fuck. Yeah, right? there's been like, no they all have of, like Tavirin and and stuff this season of like why is he important? Why should Matt matter? Why is he important? But they why have is he powerful? laid out that Rand's friends, like Rand, will do things for his friends, but then they've said your friends are not as important as the whole world. Yeah, I don't. But the dark are after them to get to Rand, yeah. and that's why they're important. Lame. Moment. They yeah. should be important because of their amazing superpowers that yeah. everybody but Matt so far has demonstrated. Yeah. Um, before we talk about Rand, there's that tiny little detail about Leandrin that happens in season six, another, I mean, episode six, which is that other devastating thing that Lanfear fucking kills her son. Yeah, so that does that happen. Out. <laughs> I yeah, I kind of blocked that were like, I don't remember that. that yeah, no, I, don't rec- I do not recall. <laughs> I do not recall. That it was, was devastating. It was devastating, and oh, it was and Kate um, Fleetwood, far out. She's great. <laughs> yeah, she is great, and she is just like, like layers. She couldn't of look layers. at him, and she's like, no, no, and she like kind of knows it has to happen, and that she, she will have more freedom it. if she's not attached to. The, yeah, and also he's uh, like dying anyway, and it's like probably kind of needs kindness, to happen. Yeah. Yeah, even though that's super fucked up, but like there mm. it is, and I it's oh it's, and also what um, Leandrin's trauma is that she was married as a child. Yeah, you called that. Yeah, yeah, that um, that makes sense. And then and then went to the tower much late or somewhat later, right? But they said yeah, yeah. before she bled, she was married. So mm, that child bride. Thing. I wonder what culture that is. Where is Leandrin canon from? Can't remember. Tarabon? Yeah, I actually think she is from Tarabon. Um, the Forsaken Temple that Alana and her waters and land go to. Um, and Alana says, what you're willing to do changes depending on what you're faced with. I really liked everything about, like... Oh, mm. a lot of yeah. Fuck, like she her. Likes so me, much. like her, but I'm ready for like. I'm like, <laughs> you are you are gonna do this? She's gonna up have thing. a. She's gonna have a good reason to force bond Rand, and I fucking hate it. I seriously <sighs> thought Varen was gonna do it in episodes. So I was messaging you. I was like, oh my god, like I yeah. thought it was gonna happen right then. I was like, yeah, no, I, she's gonna she's gonna do it. Mm. They have another call out in episode seven. Yeah. Or episode six, it's it. Swan says to Moraine, like, "Oh, I heard you were gonna like forcibly yeah. hand lands bond over bond over. What the fuck, right?" Yeah, which just gives it the it's really a bad thing. 
They're setting it up <laughs> over and over again no. how bad it is. Something and that, it's something that I didn't pick up it. on earlier, but I like remembered is that in the books, Alana Bonds ran, Force Bonds ran, and then um she's kind of whiny about it. And then and when she starts hanging out with Rand and Cad Swain and that crew, um, she talks or she says to him something like she can like feel it when he's doing the sexy times with his other women, but she refuses to mask the bond. She's like, no, I have, I will not do that with my waters. Like I want to know where they are at all times and stuff. And I'm like, that's interesting that she, in the show, she's like basically masking Maxim's bond all the time. Yeah, so specifically uh, is cool with doing yes. that. But the other thing that happens in that scene, the Forsaken Temple, other than the big confrontation, which was also devastating, Maxim's like, don't make me hurt you, my friend. Oh, <laughs> I know. It's so called out by the snack warriors. Like, yeah. oh. Yeah. But um, Lan, other than he wants to know where Swan is, so he asks Alana, and she picks up on that and is like, you asked me that because you want to know where Swan is. Like, why? But he also starts talking about um, the Forsaken have powers that we don't have anymore, like they yeah. could do things and stuff, which comes into his like season seven. I mean, I keep saying season instead of episode. I was doing that before. We fucking before. wish we were yeah. in season seven stuff. Would be no, we'd so be fire. so close to the end, which would be sad. But, um, yeah, we would. Yeah, but he yeah, in episode seven, it starts to come in that he that's thoughts that he's having way back. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. that a lot, and how they just mm. keep setting that up of like, okay, yeah, no, there is like seriously shit that they can do that we can't do, and and making that yeah. really clear, even though it's what like are super those clear. things? Yeah, yeah. What are they? What are and and that's oh. a fun thing in the books too. Is like, well, what else could you maybe do? And they yeah. when what they're can you rediscover. Yeah, and when they, they're at um, the little tower. I like that. Like in the books, there's like, oh, they had traveling with a capital T and they, and apparently they could do this and apparently they could do that. Whereas in the show, it's like, they have things that we can't even conceive of, like yeah. tying off a weave. Like that is just, no, I never thought of that. Nonsense. Rather than yeah. like these things that we know that they could do and we just can't figure out. Can they tie off weaves? In the books, uh, they can, yeah. In the books, right? Yeah, yeah I thought they could. I'm, I know Egwene does it. Like they, I think when they go Black Aja hunting and they find the stuff in the cellar that Lanfear leads them to when she's dressed as Elsie Grinwell. Mm-hmm. Um, and Egwene, they have like little lights, the little light bulb glowy light thing. And yeah. she like attaches it to the wall and leaves it there and goes, oh, I didn't know I could do that. And then she watches <laughs> Elaine do it and is like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> that's... Yeah, they. They. What is it that they don't realize that you can do though? There is some, oh, inverting weaves. They don't oh, yeah. realize that you can do. Yeah, they're not or or hiding your ability. Your ability to channel. channel. Yeah, those are things they don't know about yet. Yeah, um, I'm very looking forward to all the ways that we'll be able to tell that the Forsaken are doing sneaky things, and I'm trying to clock those. Of like, I I definitely think their rings are going to be a tell at mm. some point. Somebody's going to be a hidden Forsaken, and we're going to see that. Well, Landfear was a hidden forsaken, I guess. <laughs> just not to us. Yeah, just not to us. <laughs> but did she she wasn't wearing that ring though no. as Celine. So no. I'm I'm convinced that we'll meet some high lord of something or other and they'll be wearing that, everyone. We'll yeah, be able to clock right. it. Or like Magedian. It'll be a Magedian thing. Or no, an Asmodian thing, because he is extra. 
yeah, but we're not getting Asmodian. It's gonna be it. No, I love Asmodian. It's gonna be like I don't know who. I don't know. It depends on who they keep. I don't know which male Forsaken they're gonna keep because a lot of them are a little interchangeable. Yeah, Asmodian's the only one I really remember. We get the and most Mandred. like one-on-one time hanging out with Osmo- yeah. Asmodian. I like Demandred. Yeah, Lanvia um, called Ishamael Ishi. Yep, she cool. did. That was awesome. Everyone, that was awesome. Ah! Lanfear's um, hair, I'm looking forward to seeing that get like that's gonna be a tell because it's different in Teleran Riot. Yeah. Her whole her whole like look is different in Teleran Riot. And then she like, comes into the real world and I'm like, oh yeah, she looks so different. <laughs> but I wanna see I wanna see one where it's that's the tell. Where it's mm-hmm. a fake out that you're in the dream, but we can see that she has short hair. Yeah. Kind of like how Westworld did that with the aspect ratio. Anyway, yeah. what else do we have on, on six? Um Egwene's first dream. That was that pretty was, good. That was so sad. Uh, that was sad. Oh, Mora, Mora, Moraine writing a letter to Swan, and mm-hmm. it begins with "Dearest Swan," <laughs> which everyone's like confirmed that there's no not going to be a letter that begins with "Dearest Tom." Mm, yeah, confirmed that that's not happening. Yeah. Honestly. This episode for me confirms that's not happening. I don't need it to. I always thought it was wildly underwhelming. We could do the rest of the series without Tom. Like, and we're not going to, weirdly. No, yeah, because he's, he's in season three. We know he's in season three. Like, he's but, a cool yeah, we character, really but he him. doesn't really do much. Maybe he will. Maybe they'll make him super cool. Losing him for all of season two, they're going to have to work for it. Because, mm. like, it's weird to bring him back after so much time. It was weird when he would always show back up in the books. Yeah, and it's I like, like he doesn't when he gets have buddy, any powers. like buddy adventures with Matt. Maybe he'll. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, he yeah. has good buddy adventures. Um, I guess he's good for his knowledge of of stuff. Um, also, I'm just up to the bit in um, Crossroads of Twilight where they've broken out of Ebudar and they've stolen Tuon and Co. And the seeker that has been following people around since like the Sean Chan first arrived is convinced that um Tom is the mastermind of the whole, of the whole <laughs> thing which is hilarious it's, it's, it's conspiracy theory and it goes all the way to the top <laughs> Tom Maryland <laughs> so that which I mean is he kind is hilarious. kind of a badass like he's got a lot like Tom has cred like he's yeah, it's just that he's with Matt, who is kind of a badass almost in the same way. Yeah. Well, and then they pair up with uh, Noel. Um, with Noel, yeah. And then that's a very Noel. cool Noel. adventure group. And Birgitta, right? It's like, oh, yeah. I don't oh, need I Noel. I really can. That's like an unnecessary, all of that. I don't need it. Um, yeah, but people do have floated Swan as rescuing Moraine from the tower. <sighs> That would be a good redemption arc for Swan, who needs yeah. it at this point. Yeah. Um, in a big way. But yeah. uh just as long as Brigitte and Matt get to hang I'm like, I swear to God, I'm so t- I fucking hate early books, Matt. I hate mm. that we have to go all these like yeah. years. Like it's one thing to just like power through a few books, but I think we also we also thought we were gonna skip shitty yeah. Matt. And yeah, and, like, we were like, Yeah, 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 he's already cool. And now we're like, hmm. 
fuck he's not cool he's not cool at all and he's uncool in this like different more interesting way that's probably gonna pay off better and make for a better arc but like Mm. i just want cool matt i just want matt to do cool shit and for scott to believe me because every week scott is like Lindsay, this character sucks like why god damn it i just want him to do cool stuff i just want him and brigitte to like speak the old tongue by accident and get shit take to like go do all the biggest things that happen in the series like yeah like cool stuff yeah He'll um, blow the horn, though, I hope. Like, I want yeah, him to blow the horn and be it. definitively a good guy by the end of the season. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's got that one would That would episode. be nice. Yes. yes. Or he could blow it and Rand will be like, bitch, that mm. was my job. Like, what the fuck did you just do? <laughs> Something that I did clock in season one but then forgot about. At the very end of season one, in episode eight, when Rand's doing the dream thing at the Eye of the World with Ishi, and Ishi tells him to surrender to the source... Um, huh. Which is kind of obviously what he's been doing, which is the wrong way. And the so, like, Gain has actually teaches him to like seize the source. It's different. You have to grab it. Yeah. Um, and that's the entirety of their training montage. So, do you think Itchy was like fucking with him? Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think everything that he's doing is fucking with everybody, and it's delicious. Yeah. I love how dramatic he is. <laughs> I like the way he's doing it with Matt. I'm just like, drink this magic shit. You feel so good. Have this shrimp shake. It's going to be great for you. Like, oh my God, Matt. Who do you yeah. even think this person is? Like, what's Matt's impression of like, who has kidnapped him? Like, why are you drinking? You're, like, what is wrong with you? Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he, he does kind of seem really reasonable, like, which is such a different change from like a shaman on the books where he's like fire eyes and he's like, yeah, he's like completely unhinged. Ah, dead rats. Well, That'll turn him to the dark. With the Shamael and, and Lanfear, and maybe one of my favorite things in these two episodes was back in the Leandrin scene where Lanfear's talking to Leandrin and she's like, there's more than one way to walk in the dark. She's like, you swore your oaths to the dark, not to Ishamael. Mm. And now you're going to do what the fuck I say. And they're really setting up this hierarchy of like, okay, there's the dark one and then there's the forsaken and they all operate in different ways and do different Mm. things. And then there's like kind of the black Aja, maybe you're on the higher end of the dark friends. Like I think at least now that's what they're putting forward. We know later that kind of like the forsaken can give a fuck, but like, let's say for argument's sake, then it's kind of the black Aja and then it's like our Barthanis. Right. Mm. And we get to see them all in these two episodes and these, this like hierarchy of baddies and I really enjoyed this where Leandrin is like, fuck, so now I just have to do what you say. And like, mm. there's, there's, and that the Forsaken kind of want different things or are going to execute in different ways and not always be on the same page is yeah. awesome. You get the feeling that Leandrin's sworn to the dark in a moment of desperation and is yeah. now like stuck mm-hmm. and kind of doesn't want to be there. But then she carries out her orders like it's what she wants to do as well like she's still like she hates Maureen and so when her orders are like get rid of Maureen she's like yes bitch like I'm gonna do that it's easy and I'm gonna go get my underling to do it I'm not Mm. gonna because she can't right so yeah well I guess she could just not using the power no Mm. she doesn't have the three oaths what am I even saying yeah and and it hasn't really been made clear that the the black Aja like the Aes Sedai are actually bound to the shadow with the oath rod and that so yeah, they're that kind of different kind of like they are actually really seriously bound to their oaths. They have to hold them. It is There is no going back to them unless those oaths get released. But like the average dark friend is not. 
Yeah, and um, they say like you can't undo your oaths to the dark, but you're mm. right. They have not shown. And we do see like the betrayal of the marriage oaths, the way that the oath affects Moraine at the ep- mm-hmm. end of episode seven, like seeing that she's actually forced to do those things. Yeah, that's is a real good visual of like driving home that the oaths are not a choice. Because mm-hmm. um, I think Scott said that like in one episode, he's all like, oh, and Andrew just decides not to do the oath. And I was like, no, she doesn't. No, no, no. <laughs> They've literally been removed. And yeah. And new oaths. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not a choice. Well, it is a and choice, that, but it's not a choice That stuff with Pavara is some of my favorite. That is some of my favorite shit. The mm, hunt for the, the Black, Black Aja in the tower. That is some of my favorite stuff in Wheel of Time. I would love to see some Black Aja oaths get sworn and some more yeah. Black Aja. All the bad guys are really stealing the show. You know what would be cool? It would be cool if that was the introduction of um, Grendel. Assuming that Grendel does Masana's stuff, mm. which I assume that she will. Um, the tower. If if we're going by yeah, if we're going by the list of Forsaken that we got from Lanfear, which I am, I'm pretty convinced that's it. Yeah, we definitely have Grendel and Megidian. Yeah, it's it's that's what that's what that's what she said, right? She said yep. Grendel and Megidian. I think that's it. I think it's them and Lanfear, and Lanfear is going to be doing way more cool stuff, which I'm here for because she's fucking awesome in the show. So she, I figure Lanfear will do all the Semirog stuff that needs to be done, um, and that works for me. And then Mogidian will do all the Mogidian stuff, plus you know whatever else that they want to give her. And then I think that. I think Masana will, or Grendel will do the Masana tower mm. stuff. And I would love to see her like incognito in the tower as an Aes Sedai mm-hmm. and like swearing them in. Like that would be a sick yeah. cliffhanger for season two. Like back in the, meanwhile in the tower, like yeah. as women are getting sworn in as Black Aja, mm. that would be sick. Yuck. Yeah. Yeah. The only other note I have for episode six is Anaya. We have a mention of Anaya Sedai. We do have a mention. Who mentions Anaya? Moraine it- does when she she finally finishes her letter to Swan and mm. gives it to the old butler dude. Oh, yeah, and yeah, says, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. Anaya Sedai, which I think is because that's going to be at the tower when Swan gets back to the tower. And I think that's going to be a devastating moment for Swan. Yeah, when she realizes that Moraine did try to tell her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well and Maureen wasn't lying to her and like should we just should we talk about them we haven't touched too much on them yet mm, even yeah, on their episode seven the like cold open the fish wives oh they were so cute the way that they yeah. showed them younger like they looked so good right and acting like i'm just like uh how do you do that like just even when they when Gatara dies and there's like mm-hmm. a shot of Maureen's face and then a shot of Swan's face and then Maureen and then Swan and then Maureen and Swan. And you just see mm-hmm. them both coming to the realization that their lives are not going to be what they expected. Like and not even close. And they ugh, just were talking yeah. about this and like, yeah, I know that so it wouldn't horrible. have been accurate to the book, but I kind of wish that they had been in accepted robes when that happened. Hmm. Part of me wanted it to be more clear how, because in the book, in New Spring, they've just passed their test, right? No, they are accepted. They've been accepted they for the a while and they, were, they are about to do their Aes Sedai test. So they're like serving the Armalyn and Guitar as the keeper, I think. 
I think so too. I, th- I just thought it could go another way. The yeah. armor and like, make um makes them black Asia hunters kind of, but like dragon reborn hunters. Yeah. <laughs> and they go out and they like do the bounty thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I remember that bit. I just think I, I had it the other way around where I thought that they had been already Aes Sedai when they heard the prophecy. Uh-huh. Then they should have been accepted. Then I then I think they shouldn't have changed that. I would have liked that visual language that they were so young still mm. when they were like making these plans and like about to become Aes Sedai. But in any yeah. case, it was heart-wrenching of like Moraine talking about wanting to go see her family which she's getting like yeah, so much shit so for now. I did about visiting them and like all yeah. we've heard for the last like three episodes is how she never, she like abandoned them and how upset Omvia is with her and like, and then you see her actually wanting to and being excited and like to like bring her girlfriend home. Mm-hmm. Like, this was a great cold like- open for Moraine. And then we get her talking to Lan, right? Because Lan comes with, Swan and the snack quarters and 13 Aes Sedai, which I was like, yikes. Um, to <laughs> brings 14. 14, yeah. Like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she brings four. So it's 15 of them total, 16 yeah. with Moraine, right? So we've only, we only ever see, because there's only eight with Swan when they make the rain. And then there's Liane who comes and Alana and Varen are not there. So we only right. see like 11 of them. Yeah, I like how they make the rain and and yeah. prioritize helping everybody over mm. chasing Moraine. Mm. Um, but but so they show up and then Lan gets to sit down and talk with Moraine, which I enjoyed a lot. Mm-hmm. Getting like I we need a little bit more of them to like make up. I was disappointed mm-hmm. that we didn't get to see the bond drop because or the 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 um come back the mask. Yeah, because she yeah. well, because she's had the bond masked since before. Yeah, so she can unmask it now. Yeah, and I she think didn't. We're yet. Get, we might get a little reconciliation between them properly. It's like they couldn't do it. Um, Lan made the first steps in that, yeah. and then they've gone into the ways. And I think we might see them connect back up together. Hopefully, we do. I assume um, we I will. I thought it was odd because I really thought back in episode five and even episode six that Moraine was going to ask Swan for help. Like I thought she was like, okay, I'm going to bring Swan in. Um, I can't do this alone. I'm not the one who can protect Rand. Mm-hmm. Um, and then to have her be like, no, Lan, you ruined everything. Why are you telling Swan? I'm like, Moraine's like – seemed a bit more unreasonable again to me because she kind of like the first few episodes you're like Maureen why are you being such a bitch you're so unreasonable and then I kind of forgave her a little bit and when I realized that she wanted to die oh she can't channel and then now I'm like why is you still not yeah I think I think she's actually right because it's not that Somebody shouldn't tell Swan. It's that Lan shouldn't have gone and told Swan. Yeah. Because, like you said, like, if she had just been back at the tower and gotten that letter or wherever, mm. like, now she thinks Maureen's lying to her. She thinks yeah. Maureen can't be trusted. And so it, like, makes sense to me that she, when she finds out that she's been, like, betrayed and she has to find out through yeah. Lan that she's like, okay, well, then I'm going to lean back on this institution that, like, mm. I represent and we're going to yeah. go with plan A yeah, rather than our secret plan. Yeah, it all kind of makes sense by the end of the episode. I thought it made sense anyway, the yeah. the, the um, actions that they took. I know a lot of people are very upset 
that Swan had just like bet. turned on her. Yeah, and, and this. Like, no, I think it made a lot of sense. I think she, and I think I think that Moraine's right to be mad at Lan because that he needed not to be the one telling her that. Mm. Like that blows up everything in terms of their trust, and like, and yeah, mm. Moraine needed to tell her that. Or, and to Swan's in, not wrong either, right? Like, what the Alana, fuck do you mean? Bring in Alana and Varen as well. It's mm-hmm. like more people that know. Yeah, even though I'm super here for that, and I just really like the way that Alana is like so committed to getting ready for the last battle, and she just mm-hmm. is like, I'm involving myself in this plot. End of story. Like, yeah. I'm now part of this. Something Fuck I thought was really interesting as well was when the Aes Sedai are kind of all milling around and the snack waters are like, I don't trust Varen. And then mm-hmm. Yvonne is like, I'm going to follow Tomas. And Alana says, no, I don't want us separated. And then they all like have a look at each other. And then Maxim's like two to one. So it was obviously like a vote. Like yeah. they overruled her. So it is a democracy, like their marriage, their like relationship. Their thruple. Yeah, yeah, it kind of is, which is which we've we've noticed before, which I yeah, and it's I guess I like. I mean, like in the books, it's always like the ice is above the water, like they and Moraine the sets that up. They have that conversation around Moraine mm. and land, so I guess it is just showing how different that can be. Mm. It doesn't have to be yeah. like that because Moraine does say that she and land were never equals. We don't see Ivan again that episode. I guess we don't, and we don't. I liked Varen breaking them out, right? When she's like, oh, "Yeah, I think you've been in Carrion long enough, huh? Are we done? Okay, let's go." Like, I yeah. liked that they all are kind of teamed up now because that's mm. pretty book accurate, right? Alana and Varen are two of the Aes Sedai that we sort of low key trust for a little while, mm. right? Um, yeah. And they'll be—they don't go with them to Tom and Head, so presumably we'll catch up with those guys in the Two Rivers, like we yeah. had said before. So that's mm-hmm. solid uh or maybe they'll go to the tower to warn about the black aja and have that go probably very poorly for them i don't think Varen will allow that move so we'll see what yeah and i don't think they've they've got like like they don't know about leandrin and they're not on red alert for black aja Varen's yeah they're not needed, on red alert for black aja, the, maybe um yasik is gonna be part of the black aja hunting crowd because she ceded <sighs> that to yasika and then that hasn't really kind of come up again. And she's um, awesome. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I wonder. She's like, oh, this library is so amazing. So Here's good. Yeah. There's <laughs> shit you wanted. Like, yeah. yeah. I I wonder where they'll end up. Act- well, they say that they want to support Moraine. So presumably they'll make their way out there. I don't know. I okay. Varen has her own. Varen knows what they're going to be doing. Mm. on on tom and head like she's very aware that mm-hmm. they're going to announce so she might be like let's head behind them like let's also be involved yeah. so that wouldn't surprise me mm. um but let's see so more moraine and land stuff i like that they address the suicidality mm. yeah so and when she said no the thought never crossed her mind i was like ah oh. because that's why i forgave her for being a bitch yeah <laughs> Um, but I don't believe her that it never crossed her mind if she so she readily has lie. the answer as to why it hasn't crossed her mind. It's she, she. The answer is, yes, I thought about it and I decided against it for this reason. Yeah, or she That's what she's really wasn't, didn't allow herself to think about it. She was, had to focus on the dragon reborn exactly, rather than wallow in self-pity. It um, came off to me more as like, I would have loved to, but I'm busy. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, and Lan takes that as like, she's not completely like she's shielded 
Like if she really was stilled. I wonder how many stilled women any of the current Aes Sedai have ever come across because I think it might be zero. Oh, I assume it's zero. So they would not know the difference between being tied off and being stilled. But also Loghain is definitely gentled and he can still see the weaves and the power, which kind of makes sense because in, in the books it's like when you're stilled, the other Aes Sedai can't, can no longer sense the ability in you, but you can, you can always sense the source just out of reach. Mm-hmm. But you can't see any weaves or anything, which kind of doesn't really make sense. No, I mean, it can ultimately be healed, so. Yeah, for you to be able to sense the source and still be able to see the weaves would be a worse kind of torture than just being completely, like, it's gone. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if Swan, when she gets stilled and deposed, will, I wonder if they can register the power in her. I'm just glad that, like, first of all, yay, Maureen, not stilled. Like, that, Mm. because this whole season... We've done nothing but talk about how much that doesn't work for me in terms of everything going forward, just not Mm -hmm. working by doing that. And this is great. It explains to us what stilling is and how serious the consequences of it would be and how much it would suck. And an example of something that is unfathomable to the current Aes Sedai that could be done in the Age of Legends, which is probably something that they're going to start trying to figure out how to do. Like it. Yeah, exactly. Had a. I think. I thought she was stilled because I couldn't see the purpose of her being shielded mm-hmm. instead. And because I think everyone was kind of like, it's, she would just go on a quest to untie herself. And I was like, that's kind of dumb. Like what, what's the purpose of that quest? But yeah. now like we've seen that this thing, is, this is a thing that's possible. And um, we also have land figuring it out. Mm-hmm. I was thinking of that Fry meme from um, Futurama where he's like thinking, doing the little thinky. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Lamb, these last two episodes, like, and his apology to her of like, I should have done my duty, like, I shouldn't have not mm. realized what was going on. Like, I like it, creates a nice little arc for them, it creates a nice little arc mm. for Moraine, and it opens up. I don't know, there's just all this sort of like mm. little interesting plot stuff that happened. Like, yeah. who does I who think... does Rand trust? And the swan stuff is all set up as a yeah. result of the the presumed stilling. And yeah. I think it makes it really interesting and sets things up really it also nicely. It makes Maureen really erratic. So I think a lot of people yeah. are upset that Lan had to apologize when Maureen was the bitch. <laughs> like in Maureen the... will also but... apologize. They have to they yeah, have to take think... the the mask down on but the But also bond. when you when you look at it. Maureen, they have said multiple times throughout the this season that when a woman is cut off from the power, it, she doesn't feel like her body is her own, like it's the worst thing. You see Rand when he's shielded, like he doesn't even really use the power, but when he's shielded, like he becomes this small, like poor baby. Like mm-hmm. he's so like, I, I can't, he can't even function. He just like, bleh, like off switch. Yeah. And you're like, Maureen was pushing through that and trying to work so really Lan becomes like the adult in that relationship like she's Mm -hmm. not functioning properly so it is actually up to him to try and fix it yeah Um, and that's what he sees and that's his perspective of like I was the one who had a capable brain Mm -hmm. I had the actual like the spoons to do it and it took me too long (laughs) yeah I love that no I mean I I I'm looking forward to 
her unmasking the bond so that they can have a proper cry Pro- mm. hopefully outside of the ways and not in leandrin or uh, landfear's presence but yeah. like i'm sure that they'll have that which is I, which yeah, is great like but it ultimately really works for me and it makes the future of her and swan's arcs make a lot more sense it makes everything mm. less complicated with the fins however that goes down because i still mm. don't think that they're going to kill her for very long i think she'll die but i don't think it's going to last more than two episodes yeah and um it makes the the way much clearer for Swan. And mm-hmm. also for like a really interesting, like, you know, empathy driven response from Moraine when Swan is is still assuming that she's around for that at all, right? Because in the books, Moraine yeah. kind of sits that out. But uh, you know, if she's there for it at all, like how will she respond having like sort it's of gone stuff. through that? Like, yeah, I think I think it makes for some more interesting stuff going forward. So I'm mm-hmm. not sorry about the way that that worked out. Mm-hmm. Um and also the her, other like, thing again the acting like <laughs> Rosamund Pike just and it was so it was just really subtle and really just this moment of like I can feel it it's the best like, thing ever and then yeah. like moving forward and you're just like you can feel that impact same with like when she was shielded at the end of last season just that like mm-hmm. <gasps> like and you're like oh I feel I feel it's so devastating feeling. Yeah. <laughs> and even this was like devastating, but in like a happy way. <laughs> like, yes, Maureen. Yeah. Yeah. So she's herself I'm again, so which hopefully her. we get competent Moraine from now on. <laughs> yeah. A competent Moraine would be nice and, and humbled Moraine. And like, this is oh. a good arc for her to go through over a couple of oh. seasons. Like, also, it's I'm interesting how this group has come together. So Moraine tried to take control and wasn't listening to anyone, wasn't sharing anyone, was shutting everyone out, which is exactly what Rand's doing, shutting out mm-hmm. his friends to save them. And then this group came together to help him and support him. And I hope he's paying attention. Um, with Swan. Um, yeah. All of that's interesting. So what that's also done is set up that Tower Law is to cage the Dragon Reborn, which is yep. kind of vague in the books. Like I, I never really understood why Swan got deposed and stilled. What 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 she did that was so bad. And I guess I always had that question too, a little bit yeah. of like it they and it always up- seemed to me more to be a political convenience of like, yeah. well, we really want to depose you and this is a good enough reason. Mm. But they also um, set up early in um the Great Hunt when Swan comes to Faldara and she meets you know, when when we get the Varen going, one of them is the dragon reborn, and they're like <gasps> But they have this meeting before that happens with the two of them and Maureen's like, What are you doing like coming here? And yeah, like we could be still doing this. Like they say yeah. that. So like it's laid out in the books that what they're doing is dangerous enough, but it doesn't really lay out why. Yeah. So this it never is really good, like, explains why. Like I, I think they don't explain even until much later in the books that like what Swan says in this episode, which is to have you channel what we want when we say, which mm-hmm. is comes right after the scene of Egwene doing her like demani trial yeah doing exactly that so it's that yeah that hits home that was very like oh fuck like that's like i was like sad bracelets like this is just so he's a weapon in the arsenal not the general and oh my god that was such a good line yeah that was such a good line i wrote what did i write down 
Oh, we get fish metaphors. Oh, so many, right. so many fish metaphors from Swan. I loved it. I was like, you fucking get it. Right. And like, ooh, mother is disappointed. <laughs> she's, when she meets Rand and like hit the whole like land coaching and the sword forms and the cat crosses the courtyard and like. That was take great. It, take it on your feet to be a man. Take it on your feet. Um, which he doesn't. As soon as he's shielded, he is off his feet. And I oh, think yeah, in the books, he's like, there's this moment where like he's told he's the dragon reborn, and he's so devastated that he falls to his feet and is all like, uh, and then he's like, no, I must stand up. And he does that <laughs> a lot, which I always checks me out. Like he's injured, he's got that wound in his side, or he's channeled so much that he's exhausted, but he like pulls himself together and keeps going anyway. And I'm like, that's so unrealistic. Like to yeah. actually have that level of pain and that level of wound, there, there is a point where you physically cannot go on. Oh, and Rand is just always acting like everything's fine with him and like nothing hurts. And it's honestly, it minimizes a lot of the wounds for me because it's like, but he's, but ultimately it doesn't matter for six books. So whatever. Like, yeah, that he can keep doing shit. Yeah. Doing anything. Like, or when he's and like, can't not- embrace the source without vomiting and like getting the spins yeah. because of the crossing of the streams yeah and like and that he um like I know like there is a comment on chronic pain and that there are people who have chronic pain who function at a level that um, the average person cannot function at but they still like that they're still impacted by that they can't function like a normal person all the time like they still have yeah, where they not. have to stop or they burn out and they need it like weeks off and things like they have to make accommodations to their lifestyle which is why chronic pain is a disability whereas yeah. Rand has the chronic pain and stuff but like it's not a disability he's pushing through so uh, like I it's, kind of liked that he didn't get up again that he yeah was, I, like, I, I agree with like you like a man on my feet it's there's a lot of things in the books that aren't my favorite and that's one of them so yeah I'm not sorry to see that but I did like that it was like really book accurate like straight from the start Mm -hmm. of the second book with him and Lan and going in to see the Amarland and and it also had these like flavors of later books like I was nervous like it was it 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 it's uh it rhymes with rant in a box like it feels very much like book six doesn't it like it's like you're about to get going yeah that's and he knows without a shadow of a doubt that the white tower are his enemies they are going to cage him that is their law that's what they're going to do yeah Um, that's and and he gets to do his thing where he's like i won't be a puppet i'm not gonna work for the eyes to die like fuck you guys like he gets to do that instead of being like you need to trust some people Yeah, and he doesn't. He still leaves with an Aes Sedai and a Forsaken. Like, he just, you know. So he's like, there's Varen and Alana. So he's got, he's like, people maybe he can trust. Yeah, he's not like completely unreasonable. Like a rando Aes Sedai, and especially once one's gone and there's a new Mm -hmm. Armalyn, it'll be like, I don't know this Armalyn. They're probably going to follow the Tower Law. Um, Yeah. It gives him that, like, realistic suspicion of the White Tower. Yeah, um, I really like the way the they're books, doing it's like, it. I won't be used. And we don't even know what they have plans for him. So you're kind of like, why just listen to what, like, we don't even know what they're going to do. Like, why are you Yeah, exactly. Like, like, and Moraine has had your back pretty much. And yeah. why are you, like, not, why are you being so nasty to her when you're in the waste and she's stuck with you all this time? Like, that never made sense to me about mm-hmm. Rand. So I look forward to seeing what happens when he's, like, 
traveling the ways and shows up in fog yeah. with Moraine and Lanfear and Lan, yeah. right? Like that's the crew. That's yeah. who they have. Like what the yeah. fuck? Yeah, that's cool. Um, but Swan, <sighs> mother being disappointed. Like mother she is him. so disappointed. Such and anger. you can cut. She gets. She's so disappointed in him and Maureen and their plans. Like you can see that. Like she's like yelling at him in, and it is that like parent disapproval. Like, what have you been doing? You've been hanging around for six months. You've barely channeled. You don't know what. Like, I was giving, I was breaking tower law so that we didn't have to cage you and you're fucking useless. Like, you're not, you're not even with us. Like, you're useless. So, like, you've learned nothing that. in six months. Like, this is yeah. a nightmare. And My that's whole life I've, I've sacrificed and you're not coming to the party, like, basically. Yeah. And we've seen how much that she has sacrificed now too because she specifically is the one that's like, we're not doing this with the gowns and the hall and the bullshit and she's the one who has to stay there and do that mm. for Moraine. And they call out their arrangement, right, pretty directly mm. of like, I was going to stay and get the tower ready and you're supposed to go fucking find this kid and now like everything's going wrong. Yeah, it's all fucked up and you didn't mm. tell me. And, and it's I like, eh, yeah, it's not it's- unreasonable. Like, Swan hasn't gotten the tower ready. That's another thing. Like, she's kind of failed no. in her part as well. She's got so many enemies in the tower. Like, Maureen says, you've got so many enemies in the tower. So Maureen hasn't done her part. Well, she found the Dragon Reborn, but she's not preparing him. But then Swan's also failing. And Swan, I think, is legit scared. Yeah, I would be. Because of the political situation. So a lot of people, like, I've heard a lot of, like, why would she just backflip like that with no warning? And I'm like, no, I think I think she. this has come to her head. She's realized that their plan is going incredibly poorly and she is in a lot of danger yeah and so she is starting to like shit I'm just gonna toe the line because maybe the like our plan's going wrong and maybe it was the wrong thing to do to start with yeah and she is the institution right so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that after all this time like she's gonna be backing that institution especially when she sees Maureen like fail her mm-hmm. and honestly like yeah so mother is disappointed um great much sads tough seeing Maureen forced to do that mm-hmm. weave that was all like the thematic stuff has been really on point this season yeah. like that tied in really well with like what Swan just said about what they want to do to Rand what the Sean Chen are doing mm-hmm. to Egwene like it's all um it's all very good. Yeah. It's being it's it's being done very well, isn't it? Yeah, and it was very like so. This episode, episode seven, Moraine and crew are kind of like back on track. So Rand and like, everyone's back on track. Moraine's got her powers back. They're getting things happening, but then in in the same time, her relationship, her personal relationship with Swan, has fallen apart. Which yeah. makes it so devastating, but it's like she has a win and then she has a loss. Like And also like her great plan. Like now mm. what? You know, like they mm. don't have like their hope was to have the support of the tower when they got Rand and to like yeah. it wasn't to and, keep them secret forever. So now everything's off the rails. The theme of episode seven is kind of do the right thing, not the easy thing. Mm-hmm. Which I like Anvia says it like all wrapped up neatly but everyone's kind of making that decision mm-hmm. to do the hard thing um even swan she's made that decision to do the right thing which is the hard thing it's the wrong thing to do but for her it's the right like what she thinks is the right thing man i feel like just 
obligatory R.I.P. Michael Gambon because that's a very oh, it's a Dumbledore quote, isn't it? It's a Dumbledore thing. Yeah, yeah, doing what is right rather than what is easy. Mm. Shit. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you're right, and we do. And Onver does say it totally yeah. directly. Mad respect for Onver. That all unfolded just so perfectly as well like when Leandrin walks in and they're like <gasps> and then it cuts away but then when they come back and Leandrin's like she says something like she has orders or not orders something that makes Barthanis send Onvir away and as soon as Leandrin said it and it, we had a shot of Barthanis's face I was like Barthanis dark friend bad boy <laughs> Such the worst. Yeah, as soon as Leandrin was in there. Yeah. I thought it was, that was kind of whatever. Uh-huh. I thought we would hang on to him or get the golem. I was kind of like, oh, fucking lame. He reminded okay. me of Peter, you know, the worst dark friend, um, <laughs> who just signed up to get the free shirt kind of thing. Like, Barthanus, I think, is a very misguided, like, I think he is a kind person. Like, I don't think he's faking that. He's kind, but he, and he saw what his, like, what his mother was doing, that work that Onvia was putting in. And I think Onvia did put in the work, like, legitimately. And I think she probably would have pulled them out of poverty. But he's like, we could take the easy way which is that hard decision thing. And he's like, we'll just get some help from the duck. It's fine. And then got what he wanted. And now he's kind of like when Leandrin said, you have to kill more rain. He's like, I don't want to do that. Like I'm not evil. I just wanted this one thing. That's all. Yeah. (laughs) I I like how they have this, like, I mean, you called that that would be his reason or Onvers, who whichever of them turned out to be the dark friend. But I like that they're building up this thing about like everybody has a reason. It's not just like, because I'm kind of a douchebag. Like I felt like this was a good idea, which I think a lot of the dark friends in the book are like, because I'm just kind of an asshole. Some reasons can seem frivolous from the outside, but like to him it was important and it was probably to do rather than like, I want to be rich and powerful. It was probably more... My mother's putting in so much work. I want to help her. Um, I want to do this for her. Yeah. Like that's yeah. his motivation. Um, it'd be interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. I wonder if we'll keep getting on Vera. I hope we do. But she was I like, as soon so. as she locked him up, I was like, I love you, on Vera. I hope we see more of you because you're yeah. just so cool. I hope we get like, you know, obviously we're going to have a whole retinue of people in Camelin when we get there, but I'm hoping that we'll have at least like one person in each of the big cities who we kind of like know who mm-hmm. they are, you know, like mm-hmm. I keep a consistent like, oh yeah, that's so-and-so. They're the, they're the person who's in that city. Like, yeah. cause there's going to be a lot of shit to keep straight. And mm-hmm. I, it's kind of why I wanted the, them to keep Barthanis around was like, that can be the bad guy we know is in this city. Like, yeah. just start establishing those things so you don't have to it rinse have and repeat. the noble woman. Yeah, exactly. Just Runs somebody who can be the representative. Us to other people, yeah. They're going to have to have, like, leadership in each city mm-hmm. to be dealing with as we approach the last battle. And just even in terms of planning, like, if we're looking at, and I know it's unhinged to say the words approaching the last battle right now, <laughs> but, you know, if if we're looking at an eight- to 10 season show which god willing we are like 
we're not that far. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I would think like, let's start establishing leadership in each of the cities so that when we do have to come back around to all this shit yeah. and see Rand starting to take over, there's somebody for him to talk to. So yeah. And maybe she's, um, she ends up being the like regent person. Yeah. For him. Yeah. Well, and he was going to marry the queen or whatever. Like, this is why I'm like, it should, yeah. Barthanis should have been like, should have not been killed. I, but whatever, it was still a cool reveal, and I just I like that we have bad guys all over the place. Mm-hmm. But um, would have liked to see the golem. Would have liked to see. I just I'm like there were other things that I, that I want that are not from yeah. book two that I'm like fine. Um, and <laughs> I get, but I guess I'm trying to think of what else from like the Moraine stuff or really any what else I have left in general. But I think I just think the idea that. That Moraine has now, according to Swan, and therefore the rest of the Aes Sedai, directly defied the Aes Sedai mm-hmm. in order to run away with a dragon reborn and a forsaken. Yes. Like, what the fuck does that translate as? Like, that's interesting. How is this yeah. going to work out that they're with Lanfear now? Is like fascinating, and I love her. And the way that she comes in and just fucks shit up in Karian was awesome like that was yeah. the sexiest thing i've yes. ever seen she's just snapping her fingers and she's so bored she's like oh this again and then she like yeah. blows up the gate and she's like i like this yeah but she's <laughs> like is so overpowered it's ridiculous yeah i love her so much and the way she's like like rants in the dream and she's like hello i love it when you try and manipulate me like you can see she's, she's got her so own here for it. Like, she brings matt to farm and he's like, nah, I wanted to be owed a favor. Like, you don't actually matter to me, but now I'm owed a favor rather than like we're working together as a team. Yes. She's owed a favor now because she's helped Ishii do his plans. The Forsaken um, are stealing every scene. And I really want us to get at least one more introduced for at the end, the of, end the... of the season. <laughs> See them I bring one like more back. One every season. Because if there's I eight, and then the last one has to be released possible. at the last battle because they're clearing the rubble or whatever. Yeah, I think that's totally possible. And then it's Demandred, which I would be here. But I like Demandred like hiding out in Shara. Like I, but they haven't mentioned Shara, which is one of the. It's one of those like it's a cool thing, but it's yeah, it was it's a weird. Culture. I loved it. I I've, I yeah. had like no complaints about how that happened. I because I was waiting for that to happen. I was like. This is the one place that they keep talking about and we haven't been to and we don't know dick about. And there's no shot that it doesn't come up in the last battle. Like even the, especially when you're reading the last book and it's like, you're seeing the like thin spots in the pattern where the last battle's yeah. happening across the multiverse. Yeah. Right. Which is fucking sick. Um, like. I did I like, like that they that's, arrived. That's this like yeah. rando army of this like completely different culture arrived you're like whoa like throw a spanner in the works but i, I loved it had a little bit more like i would have liked to have seen more of that culture more of how they adopted him and stuff i guess i mean it would be sick to have like a side thing that's happening some season that is mm-hmm. like the demandred like isn't there a demandred like outrigger short story like there was heaps yeah was heaps planned and some of them were just like a line like yeah. it's not enough for anyone to ride it um like there is something i'm not sure i can't remember what it is but there's there is something that got written that's like the story briefly somewhere and Mm -hmm. it's in one of the companions of demandred and like his his whole like being adopted by the charons and like yeah how they ended up back out there and i'm like i would love it if there was like 
a cold open or a half an episode or something that just or like a few scenes mm-hmm. where like this is how this other character is doing this and like we don't know what the fuck is going on yeah, and just is in Shara just like set up this <laughs> other place <laughs> like but who do you think they if they do bring another Forsaken in for this season who do you think they get I don't know they've named Magedian and Grendel mm-hmm. who's the next one because we get we get Agonor and Balthamel and then Lanfear appears in book two and Ashamiel's kind of all the way through and then we get Bilal. Book, book three's Bilal is the yeah. big that, that Moraine just like zaps. Sorry. We're so not getting Bilal. <laughs> Bilal is so fucking worthless. Like that character. We also got Samael in Ilion. They're like, shit, Samael's in Ilion. Let's run away to Tia where Bilal is. Yeah. <laughs> they could be the same character. So maybe it's whatever that. They could do, they could do Samael Bilal slash even, um, what's his name? It was in Camelin, who does compulsion on Morgays. Oh, I wonder if they'll set that up and that's how we meet Morgays. Because we're due to meet Morgays and Garwin next season. Honestly, my first thought, and... I, I think if we meet Morgays when she's already under compulsion, it's too much like Theoden and Lord of the Rings. Oh, yeah. We're going to meet her I don't need that again. Gabriel's the name that he gives, but I can't remember. Yeah, but which Forsaken <laughs> is it, though? So, I can't list the Forsaken because they're so... I can't list the Forsaken either. Wait, hang on. Let me look. I happen to have the wiki open, so I can... I love the wiki. Uh, is it Ravine? Oh, uh, yeah. Who does that? Ravine! So I can see them putting... <laughs> Like yeah, yelling. Samuel, Ravine, and uh, and fucking Bilal can all be the same guy. That yeah. works for me. But yeah, they're pretty much interchangeable anyway. Yeah. Pretty much. And yeah. they all will get bail fired out of the picture pretty quickly. Pretty much, yeah, mm. pretty quickly. Yeah. We still don't have bail fire set up. But the Forsaken, since we're here, mm. are... Ag- and we can say who we think is going to stay and go. Agonor, Cut, Asmodian, Cut. Balthamel cut, Bilal cut. I know, but where it's uh, gonna be, it's gonna be. Logain's gonna go back to the tower with Swan and then get deposed and then escape with Swan. Um, you think he's gonna go back to the tower? Oh, that's what Lan said. Is he'll go <sighs> back with the retinue? Um, yeah, I get. Well, so then maybe beach. then okay, maybe we keep Asmodian gateways and shit. All right, so maybe we keep Asmodian. Let's say we keep Asmodian. There's one um, of this first list, right? And then Demandred, I think we keep. That's two. Mm-hmm. Grendel, we know we're getting. Ishamael, Ishamael we, we know we have. Lanfear. I'm going through just like the as as they're listed oh, on the list. wiki. Then Lanfear, we know we have. Masana, mm-hmm. Cut, Mogidian, we know we have. And then it's Ravine, Samael, Semirag. And how many Forsaken do we think we have? Eight. So we got three more spots. No, two more spots. So one spot for Ravine. Arag. I fucking hope to God. Like, wouldn't that be sick if that eighth one was Samirag? But it won't be. The boys. It'll be Ravine and Samael. It will. Will be. Uh, we'll both be there. I bet you anything, and not Samirag. But and and we know that's not the outcome I want. I love Samirag. She's my favorite yeah. Forsaken. But we're not getting her. Mm. No. I think I think the way that that was stated by Lanfear was too conclusive. 
So I bet you we get Ravine and Samael as separate characters. Yeah. We shall see, though. It'll all be revealed. It's all will be revealed in season seven or something. Um, yeah. Anything um, else on anything? I think okay. that was. Let me go. Oh, my only last thing was Varen lying to to Liane. <gasps> that okay. was my last bit. Sorry. Yeah, I wrote that's... it down. I wrote it down. She said, yeah. "The Armalan requires your strength to protect Kyrian. I've been told to watch the boy. This is an order, Liane." Said I. I'll take his shield. None of that's a lie. Oh my god! All right, and I guess it's can't not lie because Moraine goes recognizes that she hasn't lied and has implied. So she's like, "You're very clever with your words," because otherwise, oh, Varen's outing herself to Moraine. You're right. I didn't. I didn't catch it from what Varen said. I was catching it from what Swan later said, yeah. or what they. They're like, "No, well, Varen's not here." Yeah, Liane says, "You told Varen to take your." The shield. That's what I heard when I was like, wait, so what did yeah. she actually say? So, okay, so she, she didn't, didn't actually lie. say that. Varen's <laughs> oh, oh, good. She never said the Amalyn sent me. She said the Amalyn requires your strength. Well, then Varen is one sneaky little black Aja. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. All right, anything else? I think that's all I have. Um, I've got a whole bunch of stuff. So, I think that's on the first page. I was disappointed. <laughs> Oh, the way the Damani and the Suldan walk. We did that bit. The cat. <laughs> I love the cat. The cat. Uh, yeah. Loyal is adorable. We already talked about that. Um, oh, flicker, flicker is the Matt dream. Flicker, flicker. I think we're going to get a whole bunch of things that mm-hmm. the book readers are going to go, is that flicker, flicker? Like, I think we're just going to get a lot of nods to it. I would agree. We'll get lots of different, like this turning or that turning, or rather than getting a full on flicker flicker. Yeah. Um, we have not discussed at all Perrin and Avienda. Oh, yeah. I do have stuff on them. <laughs> and maiden um, hand talk. Yeah, maiden hand talk was cool. Explaining Gia Toe was cool. Yeah. Or um, Avienda just discharging her toe. I love that. Yeah. When, she, when she like stood there, like they took all their things off. I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? And then she like opened her hands and stood there. It's a lot like how a lot of channelers embrace the power. I was like, no, it isn't. It doesn't do that yet. <laughs> she got, and right. Yeah. Here and I was like, oh yeah. Okay. She's just discharging some toe. That's fine. Yep. Um, and then I... parents like, um, and then you're just friends now. And she's like, like you guys are just yeah. cool. Yeah. <laughs> And like he's like, you, you owe me toe, and she's like, it's dishonorable to remind me. <laughs> yeah. All of that, just and that's a very showing thing, like parents. And just, also, just how how she got that toe to begin with is such bullshit, such a yell bullshit, right? Yeah. And oh, I, I defended I always, myself, and she died I in battle. That's on me. Expected like Bane or Chia to be like, that's enough, Avienda. Stop being proud. Yeah. <laughs> it's such a maiden thing that they would just be like yes like you have to be beaten until you're like she's like i'm getting up again i'm getting up again yeah i really liked the aiel humor of like when they're talking about like parents married being owned and she's like oh so you can't woman. lie with anyone else and she's like yeah she's like what did she say like bane painfully disappointed she had won't yeah. care <laughs> <laughs> That was great. Bane and Chiad were great. Um, yeah. Little sneak peek of what the waste might look like a little bit. Yeah, because um, this is most like home. This spot is yeah. most like home. That's why we buried her here. Yeah. And um, now Avienda has spears. I guess she got Jolian's spears. 
Yeah, mm. I guess so. The spears looked actually super fake, I gotta say. Spears were not a great prop. Oh, I thought they were cool, but I don't know anything about spears. I just thought they looked super fake when they were in there, like when they were walking. I just okay. thought they looked like really plasticky. I don't know. There's something oh. about it bothered me. That kind of thing doesn't normally. Yeah. Most of get that, at me, they but... had like a filter to make it look like it was like nighttime, dusky time. Might have been so doing it. That. Yeah. It all looked um, kind of a little bit weird. But I liked it. I liked it a lot. I like how freaked out they are by all the water. Yeah. Just like, well, this water, how? Can't like, they're like, oh, and the parents like, oh, look, mom. Yeah, right. <laughs> just has no idea. I love him. He and, looks so much smaller than he did in season one. Like, yeah, really slender. And I don't know if that's actually a change, but every time I see his like full body when he's walking, I'm like, he looks so slender. I don't know. Maybe he didn't work out as much as Yosha did between seasons because Yosha's like. Maybe he worked out like extra. <laughs> yeah, like or the wrong way. Yeah, yeah. He became a swimmer. Mm. Yosha always... definitely like insisted on that shirtless scene from episode six. Like yeah, he was always... like, "I work for this." It always bothers me when I see scenes like that because I know that they don't drink water to make the muscles more defined, and like it's a real dangerous thing to do. And I'm like, I don't mind giving up that unreasonable expectation of men's bodies and what they look like to see yeah, a no, healthy same. muscular body so mm -hmm. yeah every time i see him, i'm always i'm always just a little bit like what did you do to get that are you okay yosha like, that's reasonable him. yeah but i think that that is changing um hopefully. Uh, he looks um, good though <laughs> yeah so, 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 um but yeah their stuff was cool so they're they're there they're there to arrive in what, rescue loyal like they're in they like what's their actual stated goal rescue loyal right and and Ingtar. yeah everyone rescue the friends parents yeah friends. but he doesn't know that the girls are there so mm, i like that he sees them so she's like, parent yeah parents like there's a woman hiding and avienda's like oh wait yeah. she's the yeah yeah, yeah 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 i thought you meant sees the girls like uh nynaeve no. them no he doesn't um see them. Yeah, I like that he spotted that too. So, like, I shout out to he his gets eyesight. To actively do something. I hope he doesn't just kind of float in and then float out. Like, a, he's the poor guy. I hope they show that everybody is important. That's mm. the one. It's kind of the one big book thematic oh, he's probably thing. Gonna, that... He's gonna run into the white cloaks and do some stuff. Oh yeah, because the white cloaks are gonna, gonna be gonna in episode. Hope is gonna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's gonna be that. He's gonna do stuff. Hopefully, things just. It's not that everything happens to him. Like I want him yeah. to actually take some charge. But I hope Hopper doesn't die yet because I know they're hanging out, but I don't feel like besties with Hopper yet in the show. Yeah. Like he's been there, but I need a little bit more before they yeah. kill him. Yeah. But um, yeah. What did, what did oh um uh is Shamael face fondling <laughs> again? <laughs> He's with Matt. He's 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 very familiar. He's so life. dramatic and evil. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love him juxtaposed with Lanfear. I can't wait to see more Forsaken. Like they're awesome. They steal every scene that they're in. Like he's yeah. so out of control. He's so wild. Yeah, love him. And we still yeah. haven't really seen him channel. Right? He still hasn't. Yeah. He just is sort of like, except for when he's going into Teleron Riyadh, right? But like he is just like being 
being a tricksy, nasty little bastard. Like, yeah, he hasn't yeah. actually shown his power yeah. yet. And I can't wait to, because obviously we will see that in episode mm. eight. So, and that I think is going to blow everybody away. Yeah. Right. Like, his level of power should be properly terrifying. Yeah. Uh, Logan is a dick. I love him. Oh. <laughs> Stones is a gentleman skate. Yeah. <laughs> and then when, um, as soon as, um, Lan asked, you can see male waves. What do you see on Moraine? That was when I sent you, oh my God. Oh, oh my God. God. Yeah. <laughs> that's when I sent you, oh my God, when I was yeah. watching it. <laughs> was that, that's what that. And, um, and then right. it's just like, I see a broken woman with like, like he's just a total bitch about Moraine and I love it. Um, yeah, he's just, I can't believe he's going back to the tower. I would have put any amount of money that he was going to leave with them and train Mm -hmm. Rand and be Mm -hmm. Asmodian. He's done that job. He's all like, why don't you just run me through with your sword now? I helped him. I taught him how to grasp the swords. (laughs) They did. He did kind of help him. Like, Mm -hmm. at least they got Rand on the right track with, like, you need to seize control. You can't surrender. Like, they differentiate those things. he, He didn't not help. Yeah, but I like how Rand is like, "What are your battle weaves?" And he's like, "Fuck you! I've been working on my battle weaves forever. I'm not telling you anything." Like, yeah. like, like such I an asshole. Um, yeah, and then and you see when Rand grasps the source and it wraps around him to like undo the knot with the like shaky, pointy thing. Mm. It looks a whole lot different around him than it has before. Yeah, um, yeah it did. Yeah, that was like he's like. Eh, uh, eh. The pa- first of all, I thought that was hilarious. Of like, you do not have the skill to untie this, cut it, and and Lan and Moraine are looking at each other like, um, "Fucking, I don't know, man." Like, cut the green wire. Like, let's see. Like, yeah. we could easily be killed right now. Like, yeah. listen, but this is my only option. And Rand, like the concentration, he's like, <laughs> "Like, it's hard for him." Whereas any eyes trained eyes that I would have been like, "Oh." <laughs> done yeah and you see that a lot like ran comes in and he like i'm going to embrace the source and attack you swan and ah, like, Damn. Like, so easy like you yeah. see that power differential you see it like visually too like the actually i think it looked kind of shitty the cg on rand's channeling mm-hmm. like doesn't look very good but like on Lanfear, it looks 12 out of 10 and I, I think it is just like clunky and stupid looking on Rand because he just doesn't know what the fuck he's doing like I yeah. actually look forward to seeing that probably look mm. better yeah. in the CG I I, I really yeah, support everything thing. that they're doing it doesn't all look the same everyone channeling looks different Lanfer at the end says that a broken Armalyn is more useful than a dead one which is a lot like what Ishi said to her about Moraine power yep. that more yeah, so Lanfear is learning and adapting. She's just also foreshadowing. Yeah. Also, Swan is the only one who sees Lanfear with Rand and Maureen and the crew. Like, and would have no idea who it was if Maureen hadn't said, Lanfear! Yeah. Um, like, fuck, Maureen. Yeah. So <laughs> Swan would have to be the one to dob. And if she dobs, more questions might be asked. Yeah. So, like, Swan has this tightrope to walk of we found the Dragon Reborn. I have to not reveal when we found the Dragon Reborn and what the plan was, and only reveal that I tried to cage him. Mm-hmm. And like, how much and failed. What she reveals, yeah, is gonna. It's not necessarily now that Swan's seen Landfear, everyone knows. It's like, 
mm-hmm. we don't know who's gonna know and even like Varen and Alana don't know that Lamphere's on Rand's side or helping Rand no they don't they don't know anything except for that Lanfear's been discovered because they did the blood calls blood poem and yeah and that she's calling out the city like I think they know it's Lan- like everyone knows Lanfear's there they know that she's in the city, but they don't know that, like, that's the source of the attack, do they? I don't know. Well, they would know that it's channeling. Yeah, I guess they would. But it's like, or was it, or were people freaking out because they broke out? Like, I think it was all very confused. I don't think there's, like, a concise understanding from, like, the snack warders and that, that, like, Lanfear is currently attacking the palace. Like, yeah. I don't think that that was the understanding. Yeah. Yeah, you're It's right. all chaos. Right, Everyone so knows it's like different stuff, don't they? Yeah, yeah, and now they've like disappeared. So I don't know, because I thought it was interesting that they didn't go with them, mm. Alana and, and Varen, mm. because they're like, Maureen, we're with you, but also bye. Like yeah. I didn't understand why they didn't all stick together. I don't know how they're going to get through the ways. And Maureen's plan was to go in with just her and Ran and Lan. Unless Loyal, like, taught her how to read the things the first time through the ways. Or she's been doing research. I don't know. Maybe she was just out of options. Mm. But we're just going to go in and end up somewhere. Yeah, well, I mean, end up somewhere works, right? Like, follow Mm. it to any, anywhere. Yeah, find a white line. Yeah, it it doesn't really matter where she comes out. The idea is just get out of Karian, right? Like, they don't actually, they can figure out. Wow. They can get themselves fucked from there. They don't have any other way to fast travel. They Scott had me laughing. He was like, oh, yeah, somebody asked me, like, will they go back in, like, to the ways? Like, someone he knows who was watching season one mm. and was like, oh, the ways were cool. I wish we got more of them. Like, I assume they don't go back there. And Scott was saying to me, he's like, yeah, I, I feel like that's it after, like, after Leandrin and the girls went through. He's like, I feel like that's probably it. We won't go back into the ways again. And I was like, he's like, I'm so sad because I wanted to get more much in Shin. And I was like, bro. That's our only fast travel mechanism right now. Like, we're going to be using the ways. Like, until such yeah. time as traveling is discovered or they really figure out Teleranriod, like, do you honestly think that we're just going to, like, by foot traverse this continent yeah. from here to, like, no, we're not. Like, that. that's, like, the, one of the best things about the Wheel of Time is that we stop doing that, like, instantaneously. It's, like, we're not. No, man, it's fine. Yeah. Gateways. Like. <laughs> yeah. And they're, they're, like, a thing. But yeah, he had me laughing <sighs> that they wouldn't be back in there. So we'll see. I don't know. I think that'll be interesting, though, like seeing more rain and land fear interact like this, mm. like set the setup for their showdown is going to be fire. Like mm-hmm. it's it's cool that they're putting them together. And it's interesting that we're going to have land fear and Ishamael at Falm yes. for the big fight. And like, what will land fear do when I'm I'm so much more interested in show land fear mm. than book land fear. It's way so she's so much cooler. Yeah. It's like they've taken what's in the book and kind of developed it more. Yeah. Yeah. And it's awesome. Yeah. Which is the same for everyone. Like every character is like so much more developed. Yeah. Um, And more interesting. I was actually thinking even with Leandrin, you know how we're talking about Leandrin's going to merge with someone or take on this role? I'm like, she might just be Leandrin. Honestly, she might. She's going to end up someone's Darkaval, depowered. Or she's she doesn't have a good time of it, does she? Even so far, no. she's just so miserable. And I could still see her being Alviaren, but we'll see. Mm. I kind of want her to like 
win something though because I feel for her so much. And you're like have a redemption arc. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, I would like that too. And maybe she just gets her own additional thing and we don't need her to be anybody else. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. In like season four, we're going to be laughing that we thought that like she was, that she had to be somebody else. Um, but at the same time, it'd be nice for her too. Like they could make the Alviar and stuff way more interesting if they make it Leandrin. Mm-hmm. Like, and you know, we'll see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. I think the only other thing I have is um, in episode seven, um, Egwene braiding her hair again. Oh yeah, I had that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. Random. That was a nice Rena's way like, to end it. Yes, my puppy. <laughs> She's like, I will kill you. Rena's like, I am going to fucking kill you. I'm like, yes. Yes. Rena has that same, and we've all done it. You've seen like a dog, not generally more like a cat on the street, and you're like, kitty, kitty, come here and be my friends. And the cat's like, fuck you. And you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> or at a party and you're like the dog's coming towards you and then they get distracted and they go somewhere else and you're like oh Oh, they wanted to be best friends oh I can't wait to see Rena and Seta next week yes they don't both get collared do they is it just one of them and the other is their uh, soldam they bring bring Seta in as the soldam I mean as the Damane and I think both Egwene, no, um, Nynaeve has got there on the collar, but Elaine's there as well. Or Elaine might not go in with them. I can't remember if they both go remember. in. But they end I'll have to up, go back and see. They end up finding Egwene and Egwene's like, huh, I knew that Sildam could be collared. And then Rana comes in and catches them and is like, what is this? And then she gets collared. So both of yeah, so they are both and Rana get hung on the hooks. And they're like, ah, don't let anyone see us. And then they're oh the ones. Um, Bethaman, who's another Suldam that gets introduced in a, like later around book seven, eight in Evidar, yeah. finds them and is like, oh, shit. And I think tells Suroth. And then Suroth is like, we're keeping this hush-hush. And Bethaman's like, I'm going to be the best Suldam ever. But Rana and Sita aren't trusted to be complete again they never they're just kind of around because they're kind of a liability and then the three of them are the ones that um Agianan uses to take um to get the Aes Sedai out of Ebidar yeah there's three Aes Sedai all together and they each have that I hope we get Agianan soon she's cool yeah she's cool that might be the ship's captain should know so she's just uh, I don't it. think so. It would be <laughs> awesome like, though. She was like already somehow with Bale Domon. It was just yeah. like, we have a whole side plot going on. Come and join <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, cool oh my that. god. Everything. All right. Well, I think that about wraps us up then. Mm. We didn't do that badly. No, we were yeah. like, we're fine. Yeah, we did. We did great for two episodes. Yeah, actually. we've talked this much about one episode. Next week's yeah. gonna be epic because it's gonna be next week big. is going to be epic. Um, so definitely tune back in next week. We'll have the regular episode and the Dark Friend Social for the finale, and then who knows? Maybe we'll do like final thoughts or something like that. We'll see what we want to do. Um, Aaron's nodding like, "Yep." <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to plug your stuff as we close out? Sure. I do a podcast with my sisters called Isn't It Neat? You can find us at Isn't It Neat Pod everywhere. Excellent. Yeah, that stuff. 
Yeah. Check out their podcast. It's awesome. I saw you guys have the episode on the best doggo. Yeah. Yeah. Oscar the best doggo. Yeah. I'm going to listen to that one this week on the way to work. Yeah. Um, And you can check us out. Uh, All the links to all this stuff will be in the social media, but we're at Behind Timeline on Twitter. Go Behind the Timeline on Instagram and Go Behind the Timeline at Gmail. So check us out. Check out the website. Check out the Patreon and um, stay nerdy and we'll see you guys soon.